0: We just got to forget about it Um, as tough as it is. uh, You know, (laughs) it was definitely ugly out there. We're not going to ever, you know, judge our season off of, you know, a few games in April, that's for sure. I mean, we know that uh, it's a long season. You know, we got off to a rough start last year and we ended up, you know, doing pretty well until the end.
1: At the beginning of May, the Red Sox found themselves in last place, but they were leading the league in headlines. Once again, starting pitcher Josh Beckett was front and center. On May 2nd, Valentine announced that the righty would miss his upcoming start due to soreness in his lat. But the very next day, Beckett was spotted golfing on the Red Sox day off. Many wondered if he could golf, why couldn't he pitch? There were a lot of
2: situations that I had to deal with and uh, that situation because it would mean understanding where Josh was coming from, and he made it really hard for me to understand where he was coming from. He's just a good old boy from Texas. He's just, he's really rough around the edges, and that's just who he is. It's almost like a cowboy
0: mentality. Beckett was not a great fan of mine. I I think we had butted heads a little bit. I was the guy who wrote about pitchers drinking beer in the clubhouse after the 2011 season. I think there was a back page headline uh, on one of my columns a day or two later, Beckett must go. Uh, So Beckett was prickly, when the Sox ace finally returned to the
1: mound on May 10th, he had his worst outing of the season. He allowed seven runs in two and a third innings as Boston fell 8-3 against Cleveland. The Red Sox had the fourth worst record in baseball.
0: Josh, what impact, if any, do you think the whole golf
3: thing had in terms of being a no. distraction?
1: None. Beckett held his
0: ground.
3: Do you think that people have a right to question why you were playing golf when the team Not said my that off you date. had...
2: You know, he's the king of one-liners, obviously. Um,
0: media is probably not his best friend and, you know, vice versa. I remember, you know, thinking, ah, oh, man, that's a tough situation to be in for him. He, he, he handles media a little bit different than I did.
1: <laughs> Whether it's him or Lackey or... They just don't, they don't care what you think. So they're not going to sugarcoat it.
2: Do you understand the perception that leaves when the team is playing as poorly as it has? you know, we get 18 off days a year, you know, I think, I think we deserve a little bit of time to ourselves.
0: This is the kind of guy Josh Beckett was. He's very proud, very defiant, and he's not someone who's, who naturally is inclined to say sorry. Beckett didn't think it was a big deal,
1: but his act was wearing thin. He had been the leader of the chicken and beer scandal, had the spring training incident when Kevin Uckelis was getting out of shape and chose to golf instead of being there for his teammates.
3: I did think it was a big deal. I still think it's a big deal. If you're uh, a top of the rotation, if you're the ace uh, of the staff, coming off the year that you had in 2011, and you let your team down, down the stretch, if you're not gonna be there for the game, then playing golf is just bad. It's Optically, it's bad, and it just sends the wrong message uh, to the staff.
0: That was a tough year for him, you know, with everything that went on with, you know, Bobby and all that stuff, um, you know, clubhouse-wise, and- know, with Eucalus and all the, you know, everything that went on, it was was just a kind of a carryover effect.
1: Valentine first noticed a problem with Beckett's attitude back in January when they met on New Year's Day at Josh's house in Texas.
2: I was let in through the gates, cool gates of this massive uh, ranch that he had. Someone met me at the door, said I could go wait for Josh out at the pool. I sat out at the pool with one bottle of water for about 45 minutes, waiting for Josh to come out. We talked for about an hour. Josh said to me, uh, you know, if I was only making $5 million instead of $15 million, I'd just walk away from this game. And I said, wow. And that's the guy who's going to be pitching for me.
3: Josh Beckett was like that with, with Francona. He was just, uh, he's moody. You know, sometimes he, he'll, you go over to him and he'll chat you up. Other times he'll shut you down. But with, with, with Bobby Valentine in here, it just it just came off a different way.
0: Beckett was very strong-willed, and when you had him mixing with Bobby, that wasn't going to work. Beckett
1: was making $17 million from the Red Sox in 2012, but it was clear he was prioritizing himself over the team. Valentine could never break through and connect with him.
2: Josh was very aloof. I mean, he's, he's a different kind of character. There was always a wall. You know, He wasn't going to let me in i wasn't important i don't even know if he'd recognize me if i walked into his room you know josh is always in his own world
0: we focus on bobby and listen if you're asking me what caused the 2012 red sox to fall apart i'm sticking the lion's share of the blame in the manager's office but there were some tough players there to deal with and beckett was one of them